Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Recruitment Roundup podcast, which is brought to you by BMS Performance. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, BMS Performance is a specialist sales and marketing recruitment consultancy. For the last 30 years, we've been helping businesses across the UK recruit for vacancies at every level. Welcome back to another episode of the Recruitment Roundup podcast. This is the first one of 2024. Um, I'm your host, Mike Leather, and I am joined by my co-host, Sam Musierira. Happy New Year, Mike. Looking forward Happy to this New Year, one. Sam. Happy New Year, Sam. So we're recording this on the Monday of the second week back, and I think it's fair to say that first week was busier than we expected it to be, wasn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely frantic, Mike. Um, I know just speaking for myself, coming back into um, just the sheer amount of activities, just so, so encouraging for the first week back. Um, You know, it's just been so, so busy with, you know, lots of good stories um, just in and around the business, around the team, uh, lots of positive stuff happening. So, yeah, great to come back to a busy and exciting week, which should hopefully set set the tone for the year ahead in 2024. Yeah, definitely. I think it was busy on unexpectedly as busy as it was on both fronts, which was vacancies, but also candidates as well. So we thought, didn't we, Sam, that it'd be great to um, record a podcast on what some really good hiring tips are for sales leaders, talent acquisition people, anyone that's looking to hire in January. And I guess to set the tone of the conversation, yeah. January, in most years, in in my experience in in recruitment, except for last year, tends to be the busiest month of the yeah. year, both for for vacancies but also for candidates. Now, what does that mean for organisations looking to recruit? It means that positively, there's usually more people to select from, yeah. but can be negatively, you're up against a hell of a lot more competition. 100% Mike it's a really really good point and I think when we think back to January you know when we're, we're no different within our industry people have those resolutions right you know you come yeah, into December yeah, you're yeah. thinking obviously new year new job you know so I think that ultimately trickles down to what we're seeing within the marketplace with can companies actively looking to you know embark on their exciting growth plans and then equally with candidates just you know it's a new new year fresh start I'm looking for a new job and yeah which ultimately means that there's you know lots of opportunity for these candidates to be able to select and choose um, so yeah it's a, it's a real interesting time to operate definitely my favorite time of the year for sure yeah it yeah. is it is definitely i think because what you said there um new year yeah new start new job um another reason why i think we do see an influx of candidates at this time of the year as well as a, a lot of sales professionals are on annual bonuses aren't they yeah 100 um you know which are due to be paid at the end of january so we yeah. see those sorts of people yeah looking to come to the market so let's kick it off sam so you um were fortunate enough to um work with a lot of companies last week on, on yeah. new vacancies um no doubt you're having conversations with them about how they can get yeah. the most out of um the sales recruitment market and strategies around what they need to do in order to be competitive against other employers and to ensure that they're recruiting top talent and accessing that top talent quickly and effectively. Um, what are some of the strategies that you were speaking about? 
yes, loads to dive into. I'll probably go with the first one for me. It was ultimately streamlining the recruitment process. Um, and what do I mean by that, Mike? That's probably what's going to be a question you're going to ask me. I think ultimately when companies are looking to operate within this market where it's naturally going to be more competitive, where candidates have, you know, option A, B, C right the way through, um, where your competitors are actively operating into, um, it's all about streamlining that recruitment process to be as effective as possible to get you see the most amount of talent, but also to ultimately be able to recruit that talent, get that talent off the market in a quick amount of time. So yeah, uh, point number one for me has definitely been streamlining that process to make it as um, as efficient as possible for, for yourself and the candidates involved. Yeah, what does that look like in practice? And give us an example. Yeah, so um, in practice, so that would be ultimately setting, uh, you know, first stage interview right. dates um, in, in, in a quick amount of time um, and ultimately yeah. setting second stage interview dates and getting that booked ahead of time um, as well. Um, in, in practicality, that's also getting all the key stakeholders, making sure that they are able to attend these interviews so that there's no elongated, you know, time that they might not be able to yeah. attend. So it's just all about having that plan and, you know, ultimately sort of sticking to it. Yeah, that's key, isn't it? Um, because I think this time of year, one of the impacts of there being more vacancies on the market, yeah. which there is, is that the candidate life cycle is yeah. shorter. So how do we then adapt to that? Well, we need to make sure that we've got the first date, second, third interview date, if there's a third interview, yeah. ideally booked in. Yeah before the process starts. If right. you're working directly um, on the vacancy with your own internal recruitment team, this is yeah. important because yeah. you know, if, if you're a business that has got um, hundreds, thousands of employees, your recruitment teams are going to be working on multiple vacancies. They need to know when to focus on your yeah. job. Likewise, if you're working with recruitment partners, they're likely starting to be swamped in a sea of vacancies. Um, so for those recruitment partners, if you're working with them on a contingent basis, even more important that you've got that interview availability up front, isn't it? So that they know when to start prioritizing and focusing on your job. This is something that we're talking to our clients about a lot, isn't it, yeah. Sam? 100%. So I agree. Yeah, I think that organization and speed is absolutely key. Um, how important are job adverts? Well, it's a great question. I think you just said organization there. Yeah. Job adverts are key. Um, just, I don't know, when I was speaking to quite a lot of people within within the industry, you know, finding out when the last time that they actively, you know, refreshed and changed those job adverts, right? Um, I think there is a tendency naturally to, you know, perhaps, you know, advertise a role that you've advertised, you know, three, six months away. Just uh, use the same advert, and, just recycle it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So job adverts are absolutely critical um, in terms of making sure that they're up to date with the right requirements, with the right brief, with the right expectation that you're looking for. Um, so yeah, that piece on adverts and organization is so, so key. Yeah. What could, what, 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 what would your advice be then to companies as to how they can um, refresh the job adverts yeah. um, and how they could um, potentially look to make them more interesting to the candidate yeah. market? Yeah, that's a great point. I think to refresh your job adverts is um, the information that we're going to be looking for if I'm a candidate ideally is yeah. making sure that it's up to date with the brief. So literally it is, if it's a territory manager role, an account manager position is all that information where the area of the 
um, yeah. the report you're covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is that still up to date? Um, is the you know the products and services that I'm selling is that still up to date? Is the stakeholders involved in the process? Is that information accurate? Um, and then to to go probably a step above that, you know, do our, does our advert highlight what makes it good for us to work for us as a company? Right. So um, are are the company benefits up to date? Have we got new products coming in the new year that we probably didn't have in the previous advert sort of three to six months um, ago or our our perks and all that kind of stuff being highlighted? So, again, to make that as appealing is the company culture, are those buzzwords um, included as well? So um, I think, you know, having a proactive approach and making sure that information is as live as it can be um, is, is, is key and something that should be, you know, planned ahead of time before reposting those adverts that you're going to be paying money to to put on these job boards etc so you want to make sure you get the the most value out of any every penny that you spend so you just use the word then a proactive approach which yeah. i really like and i think we can delve into that a little bit more so in in my um in my mind a proactive approach could look something like thinking right what type of individual do we want to recruit what, to, yeah. what type of individual do we want to bring in and what type of advert is going to attract that individual if for example we're looking for someone in a more senior role who might be further on in their career they want to hear more about stability and strategy if we're looking for someone more on the junior end of the spectrum then maybe the advert needs to sing more about progression progression career pathway um all those good things that are going to attract those people um I also think as well, um, you know, if you're an employer and you're looking to recruit, look at your competition, see how they are talking about themselves, what's good, what's not good, how can you be better, and refresh your job advert because at this time of year, again, more people on the market, more companies recruiting, we're all advertising generally on the same platforms, so LinkedIn, probably the most popular platform. where people go to find jobs these days um it's difficult to make your job posting stand out on the face of it when people click into that or candidates click into that they need to then gravitate towards it and it needs to sound different and that's a way that you might yeah. you'll get an edge in january and th- certainly in this first quarter but it's good it's a good um it's good practice to be in sure. overall i think cool Really, really like that point, Mike. Really like that point. Um, shall I take us to point number three on the it. list? Go yeah. For it. yeah. Um, I've been thinking about this one, Mike. I think, you know, um, leveraging ultimately all the channels that we have affordable to us to try and identify talent. So okay. I'll probably, you know, um, expound on that a bit more. So by that, I essentially mean, you know, We've spoken about utilizing job adverts. Um, Other resources include maybe LinkedIn. Other resources include um, attending sort of networking events and seminars to, again, try and identify talent. But also, you know, maybe considering the use of a a recruitment partner, um, someone who ultimately operates within your space to you know help you find the um you know the, the the right talent that you're looking for so yeah shameless bms plug there um but i thought you know definitely at the start of the year no, you need to be considering the you know the the right kind of methods to find it, the right people for you it's important it's important isn't it right because you've got um loads more candidates yeah. in the talent pool which is good 
but then how do you qualify yeah. and assess them to leave you with a shortlist? Yeah. And how do you know if all you're doing is advertising yeah. that you are recruiting yeah. the best person yeah. on the market at the time you're recruiting? So there's a caveat in this. Yes, there's more people on the market, but this is that's your, your active talent pool. And we talk about this a lot. There's a much bigger portion of the market, which is the passive side of the market. Yeah. Um, and this is where typically, you know, and it, it's, this isn't you know, binary as such yeah. to say, all the top performers live in the uh, awesome. passive market. But the, if the best people probably aren't, applying for jobs yeah. because they're being well rewarded doing quite well where they are they might be looking for the next step but not you know 100% priority because they're doing okay but they're open yeah. to listening to approaches yeah. your advert will never penetrate that side of the market because yeah. those people aren't looking so um yeah. so yeah I do I do I do think it's important to um consider working with yeah. recruitment partners um, whether that's BMS or yeah. whether it's another recruitment partner but if you've just if your approach is just one dimensional in the sense if we're going to put yeah. an advert on LinkedIn then you, all you're going to get back is the best of what what that advert can source yeah 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 on on, on LinkedIn 100 yeah. yeah. um what do we um what what's your thoughts on considering Let's just do that bit again because it just didn't flow 100%. Um, okay. So yeah. So um, anything else to discuss on point three there, Sam? I just think we've 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 got everything. I think you've got everything pretty much, Mike. Yeah. I think the key thing here is it's all about trying to cast that net as wide as possible. Yeah. You know, to 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 catch the ideal person that you're looking for, right? And if yeah. we are going to be relying on an advert, um, and that's the only thing that we're doing, and if we aren't utilizing all these other different methods in the January period when this role is so, so critical, um, yeah. you want to be utilizing all the different tools available to you as an employer to find the right yeah. talent. So yeah, you want to cast that net as, as, as wide as possible. Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So moving on to um, point four, I wanted to talk about being open-minded to recruit on skills, not just experience. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's such a such a good point. And it's really um, refreshing to hear. And look, by no means am, am I saying this. I don't think you're saying this either, Mike, is, you know, we completely appreciate how important technical skills are um, as mm. to the ability um, of, you know, doing, doing a job. However, you know, in this market where you're going to be, you know, probably seeing more people, um, it's, it's important to prioritize those soft skills, you know, and, um, and I, when I think about what those soft skills could be, it could be, you know, um, negotiation, you know, as an example, um, yeah. it could be um, communication skills, you know, again, yeah. it could be problem solving um, skills as well. So um, I think it's mindset, a, mindset, yeah, 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 mindset, resilience, growth mindset within that, you know, so yeah. these are things that we ultimately, you know, they aren't technical things of being able to do the role. However, in this period in January and any time anyway, when you are looking to recruit, prioritizing those soft skills, um, in my opinion, are are great, especially when you think about the bigger picture in the UK and the labor market and all yeah. of that. Um, it, it, 
I think we could have a podcast in itself on that point, really. Yeah, we we could do definitely, and I think this this dovetails again um, yeah. slightly into. So if let's go into your world, you've got yeah. a company, and they say, um, you know, we're an orthopedics business, um, and we want to recruit, but we need someone who's got three years selling orthopedic products, solutions, yeah. whatever it might be, um, rather than just sticking in that that lane yeah. considering right what else someone could have sold into a hospital or theater environment that yeah. would you no know, exactly. would, would 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 fit because then we're looking outside of potentially orthopedics yeah. and we're considering people that they've got a sales background but yeah. you know if you look at your best sales people yeah. what soft skills have you seen in them that yeah. we can Pass the net wider for us, you know, yeah, pulling your phrase from then. what you just said. Yeah, to give yeah. you access to a wider talent pool because there's more people on the market. So hopefully there's a better caliber of sales professional or a higher volume yeah. of caliber sales professionals there to select yeah. from. So why would we just continue to stick in yeah. a box A when we've got box B, 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 C, D, E, yeah. F available to us? That, Fair. Mike, it's, yeah, it's a it's a perfect example, and I really like the fact that you've gone with orthopedics. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a great point. Um, but no, Mike, you're that right. That just right? came um, from the top of my head. It wasn't really <laughs> orthopedics um, yeah. sales leaders are, are listening, yeah. um, and I think that's a good approach. Yeah. And go for it. Yeah. But I wasn't picking yeah. on orthopedics. No, def- def- <laughs> definitely nothing to do with your previous football injuries back in your day. I don't think. No. <laughs> bodybuilding injuries. Yeah, yeah, bodybuilding. Now, yeah, bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Mike, just back to what you what you said. I think the key thing has to be, you know, trying to cast that net as wide as possible. And if you think about orthopedics specifically, you know, what are the other soft skills that someone could have? What are what about other people that have sold, you know, um, different products into that theatre world or sold products into hospitals that yeah. are looking to again make that step up? You know, what about these people that could be clinical or nurses that again have the soft skills to become a yeah. salesperson, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. be able to assess that without you know having that conversation with them. And I suppose that's where us recruiters come in and look to add that value for you and do that kind of thing. But you, as an employer, you need to be open-minded to do that because it increases you know diversity. It increases yeah. um, the, the odds of you know ultimately finding that that. that top performer because usually they aren't nine times out of ten when I speak to these companies some of the top performers don't usually come from within that kind of background anyway so yeah yeah, um, yeah I, I really like that point Mike and it's great you know it's, it's a great thing for companies to it's, be mindful of it's such a good time to recruit a salesperson yeah. salesperson genre is make yeah. the most of it and and reflect on what you've done last year yeah and think right what could we do differently to really make the most of you know a, a, a market that is a bit more buoyant with candidates and I think the final point that I wanted to touch on before we wrap up was around the employer brand piece yeah um again more people are on the market um that means that's really important that everything to do with our employer brand is up to date yeah. and it's clean yeah. um LinkedIn profiles um making sure that people's job titles are all up to date ensuring that you know we've got blog posts out there again they're up to date i would say um that 
the, the job adverts are actually on a careers page and there's not a load of expired job adverts on there. Yeah. If you're yeah. looking to um, recruit a millennial or yeah. a later stage millennial or a Gen Z, yeah. And they're probably going to be looking on TikTok, social media, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. socials. Yeah. Let's make sure that you've got a presence yeah. on there, that you're advertising on there, so that people are really getting a feel yeah. for your business yeah. before they click apply. Anything yeah. you'd add on that, Sam? You're a bit yeah, more no, like, au fait on the social media employer brand, <laughs> I think, these days, a bit more currently yeah, yeah, based on yeah, your LinkedIn got, activity. Yeah. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, Mike. Um, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but look, um, that's a great point. When we speak about marginal gains, um, yeah. we speak about marginal gains within within our team, and it's no different when companies are recruiting. And when we speak about marginal gains, employer brand is everything. Um, you know, it boils down to not just the feel that I, as a candidate, could get within that interview process when I meet, you know, my potential hiring slash line manager, but also all the things that go in and around that, right? We live in such a digital and visual world. So it's important to make sure that your website stands out, you know, your yeah. LinkedIn stands out. Um, you spoke about TikTok, you know, when was the last time that we made a post? When, you know, was our marketing yeah, yeah. team backing up that create those creative market forces? Because, you know, to attract these kinds of people, it needs to stand out, you know, people's um, you know, people want to be proud of, you know, where they're working. I know for myself, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a big deal to me, you know, and I'm sure it's no different to any other candidate. You know, when you're speaking to your partner or your parents or, you know, I've got an interview with this company, oh, show us what they're like. You know, all this information really needs to stand out. And, and if they see that and it, it all plays into that, that subconscious, shall we say, and as long as the interview process and all that kind of things marry up, um, yeah, so the employer brand is, is, is key and you've got to make it stand out. You've got to make make it better than your competitors and you need to make sure that you're keeping up to date with the, with the current yeah. trends because you're, you're going to get yeah. left behind. Yeah, yeah, and as, as we said at the beginning of the podcast now is the perfect time to be doing that because there'll be more people yeah. visiting your website. Exactly. More eyes. Engaging with your employer brand if you've got a vacancy. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that was helpful to everyone um, listening. Um, very top level um discussion around each of these points each of the points could have been a podcast on their own but we thought let's get started um yeah. in this new year with some um top level advice that hopefully helps sales leaders talent teams that are thinking about or have already started the process of recruiting a salesperson for their teams um but yeah great conversation sam Excellent. Really great conversation, Mike. Thank you so much. Uh, looking forward to the year ahead. And yeah, hopefully there's been lots of value in that for people. I uh, look forward to getting any any feedback in turn. Yeah, great. Cheers, guys. Speak to you all next week. Thanks. Cheers. See you next week, guys. Bye. <laughs>